Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired their personal trainer as a caterer. All right, folks, let's keep this line moving. You there with the tongs. Picking up one Dutch's potato at a time will not cut it at my catering table. Drop and give me 50. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Okay, this is what we call the wild mushroom and asparagus dip, dip, and press. Come on, let's get those plates above your heads. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. This is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live. that ride yeah you're just gonna because it's float it back there you know because it is you know women's appreciation day oh yeah everyone's a woman today every woman is, is a, a woman, woman today and every man is a everyone's woman. a woman today we're all women today it's like you know uh, you know when they have you know black history month everybody's black for the month except for people white who people. aren't black that's yeah, right white we're people not, especially it's nef- definitely not you're not happen. allowed to be everybody else right is. right but everyone today I mm. forgot how good this song is. It's really good. <sighs> Sing a shaka. Yeah. Anyway. Anything you want done, baby. <laughs> oh. Have you ever wondered? I wonder if they thought about going to, like, you think Shaka Khan's ever been to Burger King? I mean, now? Yeah, sure. Probably. At least once or it, twice, yeah, maybe. I've, yeah, come on, man. Hit the road. You gotta, you gotta, you're on the road and you're like, you oh, look, the, there's a BK. There's a BK, it's there. Might as well take it. Stop in and say, hey, guys. And you get some foods. Sounds good. I don't know. Do you think think she'd go in there now? Probably not. In an attempt to uh, publicize a pro-woman campaign. Because that's, again, it is Women's Appreciation Day. Yeah, BK decided that they were going to uh, commit Simbuku. Harry <laughs> <laughs> Carey, hey. So you're saying they put their foot in their mouth? Oh, quite a bit. Uh, so far, it went straight out their ass. They, made a, they made a boo-boo. Yeah, a horrible one. They made a boo-boo. Quite a bit, yeah. Well, I I don't know how they could. I mean, it's Women's Appreciation Day. Right! So yeah. what, do you insult the women? Like, Nope. How did it work? Like, nope. See, they, they put out a tweet. and uh, A tweet? A tweet, yeah. They put out okay. a tweet there. Yeah, and uh, it said women belong in the kitchen. I don't see what the problem is, really. <laughs> I, do, I, I don't. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, they're, uh, they're, it's Burger King. Yep, 
and they're being inclusive. Everybody want, needs to be in the kitchen. Everyone needs women, to be. Right? Yeah, every, that's not how they put it. They, they just didn't? put no. They just straight up said women belong in the kitchen, and that was it. No context. There was no context. No, no nothing. Nope. Nothing. Just mm, nope. No. Wow. Nothing at all. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they announced a program mean, uh, that that meant to encourage and support women to seek culinary careers in order to combat the disproportionate gender representation in the restaurant industry. Okay, now, <laughs> feminists have been trying to get women out of the kitchens for years. And, and now you're trying to get them back in, BK? What's wrong with BK's you? He's trying to get them back in? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> We see stories like this that make me really miss Doc Thompson. Oh, gosh. Because this is like right up his alley. Oh, it would have been so great, right? Come on. How do you you miss this? uh, Like, for real, how do you miss this? And again, with no context. It literally says, nope, women belong in the kitchen. Yeah. That's it. Just women belong. Put out a tweet saying women belong in the kitchen. There was no context, no culinary, what or what's nots. No, nothing. Just no, nothing at all. Just women belong in the kitchen. Again, I would argue. I'm, I don't disagree. The best part about it is, is technically it is argued (laughs) that hamburgers are nothing but really big sandwiches. It's very true. So you're literally saying women, women need, go and go out and get me, make me a sandwich. Go in a kitchen and make me a sandwich. Right. Cause a burger is a sandwich. <sighs> Hot dog is a sandwich. Hot dog is a sandwich. Cause it's between two pieces of bread. It's a meat between two bread. It is. Yep. It is. Even if it's only one piece of bread, it's still two. Yeah. It's still, it's still meat between bread. Mm-hmm. Now that we've explained the semantics of a sandwich. Yeah. Right. So Burger King, Burger King, I, 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 I'm not a huge fan of Burger King. Really? But I think I, I, I think when we go out tomorrow, I may have to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. either tomorrow or Wednesday, I'm going to have to grace a, a Burger King now just for the sake of of doing it. Because why not? Burger King. I That's fantastic. That is amazing. Uh, feminists and others on the left instantly flew into a rage over the phrase often used to demean women. Mm-hmm. Again, they, they've, they've been trying to get them out of there forever. And a day. And a day. I mean, they didn't go and burn them bras for nothing. Right. You know. But then, the, but then the tweet was followed up by two others that explained why the account was using the phrase in order to support women. It just, in case you're not aware, if you have to have two subsequent tweets in order to explain the first tweet, you, you're doing it all wrong. Quote, yeah. if they want to, of course, yet 20% of chefs are women. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career. I Wouldn't that be nice? That would be nice. Do, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Does anybody ever consider McDonald's, Burger King, Anything. Wendy's? Do they ever consider that a culinary career? Do you think women go, anybody, women, men, doesn't matter, right. go to culinary school in hopes to work at a McDonald's or a Burger King? Or anything. Like the last I checked, you don't have to have a degree pretty much in anything to be at McDonald's, even as far as management goes. And when you, the ones you do, it usually ends up being like business. 
That's it's it. True. It's you, true. There is nobody there with a culinary degree. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, oh my God. I've, it's one of those things that you, you see and you cringe for them because you know that somebody got fired. Somebody, whoever they're, they're yes, whoever was their running. Their PR guy had to have get, gotten fired. Yeah, I mean, whoever's no in way. charge, whoever's in charge of their Facebook account, or their Facebook, their Twitter account, yep. is now gainfully unemployed. Completely. Wishing they could work for McDonald's. Oh, for sure. And they'll never even be able to. That's the sad part. Now they won't be able to even work at McDonald's. Oh, no. Like, what do you have from there? Nothing. You've got absolutely nothing. nothing left. Quote, we are proud to be launching a new scholarship program, which will help female Burger King employees pursue their culinary dreams. End quote. Again, nobody goes to Burger King or McDonald's or Wendy's or any place like that in hopes of, of pursuing a culinary degree or a dream. If people Not have for a, culinary. No, I mean, like true culinary, you go like literally yeah. you're going to school. You're oh. not working at McDonald's to get experience. You're barely going to be pulling like an Applebee's or something like that. Like, seriously, you're not going to be going into any of those places. Nope, not at all. Oh, my God. I don't care. <laughs> it's hilarious how it is. That's all. Quote, I think your aggressive defense of ham fisted, uh, is ham-fisted at best. Your scholarship program is good, but the naked one-line tweet reiterating the sexist trope was a mistake. Mm-hmm. If women are telling you they're offended, who are you to say the tweet is not offensive? And that is from actress Maria Sorvino. Who are you to say it's not offensive? Well, again, it's, it, it, I'm sorry. Can, can we stop there for the thing? I get it that you're a woman, but you're, you're an actress. Please stop. Well, but let's be honest. That, that I don't care about anybody's opinion if you're in acting. It proves, though. You get, you get paid to lie. That Well, <laughs> that proves, though. That you can never give offense, only take it. That's right. You because know I mean? she took it. She took it offensively. She took it hard. Uh-huh. And we don't know. Quote, attempting to hit a funny sarcastic stride was maybe not the move for this. Maybe Especially not. with the funny sarcastic phrase being identical to the funny sarcastic phrase misogynists use. It doesn't take a new meaning when you add a disclaimer after it. That is from uh, Steph Sanjani, a video game streamer. So now apparently That's, video game streamers are, are, are part are, of celebrities now? Apparently. I, I, well, you know, it's a God, sec- I'm old. It's secondhand celebrity. But still, apparently they're celebrity. It's like saying that, you know, a, a, a somebody from, uh, what is it, TikTok. Mm. A TikToker. And, you know, know, video influencer, YouTuber, whatever, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. yeah, TikTok influencer, you know said so-and-so, whatever. The company at first refused to back down and instead responded defensively against the sarcasm, but later relented. Of course they did, oh, because yeah. that's all anybody does anymore. Uh-huh. Nobody can actually stand their ground. Nobody can stand on their own two feet. Nobody can sit there and go, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Screw you. I know what I meant, and if you want to have an attitude problem about it, then that's a you problem, not a me problem. That's right. They don't want to do that. Quote, we hear you. We got our initial tweet wrong, and we're sorry. We Our aim was to draw attention to the fact that only 20% of professional chefs in UK kitchens are women and help change that by awarding culinary scholarships. We will do better In the UK? Time. Yeah. In the UK? In the UK. In the UK. Yeah. Yeah. 
So there you go. The Burger King. Helping the kingdom. So it's not even, they're not even They're focusing. helping the kingdom. They're helping the, yeah, the actual empire. <laughs> the actual kingdom. <laughs> Actually, it's a queendom, isn't it? It is, yes. Technically, well, it's a queendom. Until she dies. Right. And then it's a princedom? No, then he becomes king. No. Prince Charles, yes, he does. No, he does not. Yes, he does. He's too old. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No. Yes. Okay, the current but- prince is almost as old as she is. No. Yes. He's her kid. He can't be as old as That's she is. That's pretty close. Technically, he would be in line. And even if they did pass it off. What about the Duke? I was going to say, even if they passed it off, then it would go to, what's his name? William? Whoever Should, the oldest one was. Like, yeah. The bald one. Yeah, the oldest one. Yeah, it would go to him. Yeah. And no, he would be I, king. Honestly, no, they're going to do, they do queens. They don't do kings. They do kings. They just they haven't had, the, they haven't had a king in forever because. They don't do kings. Because they the do kings queens. never last. It's the queen's land. No, they don't it, do queen. They is, don't do que- kings. They do queens. They've bo- Really? They don't do kings? Henry Not anymore. VIII, Not new- anymore. It's because it's the only way it's worked out. A queen has always been the one. No, to- it's because the no. best way to control a kingdom is to not have a king. <laughs> because guess who should be in the kitchen? Women play. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. See, that's where I was trying to get it to, too. <laughs> we're on the same wavelength yeah, here. <laughs> we're trying to keep them out of there. Somebody's got to be in that kitchen making a sandwich. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? Hold on, stealth jack all over Twitter. What is going on? Hashtag arm yourselves. I'll say it at Dylan Miles. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Who Big, said screw you to? <laughs> Big Pharma Steve over at Twitter. The feminists have been pissed at BK ever since they named the sandwich a Whopper. I think they're pissed at the comparison. (laughs) Well, it's funny that it's the BK in the UK. That's right. That why they don't have that as a great tagliner already. I don't know, but whatever. (sighs) (laughs) Uh, Big Farmer Steve also out there. What does Harry Carey have to do with Burger King? Like, did he do an ad for him or something? No, but it's it's just to reinforce the fact that you are supposed to wear hairnets. Encino Slug over on Twitter. I'm not offended by the BK tweet, but I wish they would encourage more gastropods in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Adam W. Johnson. Well, we can't. Hold on. But we, let's address that. We can't have that happen. And the reason why you can't do that. The slug slime. No, actually, it's not that. I'm coming at it from the other angle. It's oh. the fact that there's a lot of grease. There's a lot of hot grease floating around. And there's a lot of salt. A lot of salt. And it's all a dangerous it, it is area. A, it, it literally is like sending you into a landmine. Why would we do that? Why would we want to hurt you? Or a minefield. Like, yeah, we're not going to hurt you we like that. We don't want to do that. What if you got too close to the fry salter? Yeah, no, I can't. No, that would be bad. I can't do that. No, we No, that's not. I mean, we understand. I mean, you know, if you would like to do it, we're, that's fine. But I'm just saying. You have to sign a waiver and everything. <sighs> We would be constantly worried about you. We Every would. night you wouldn't come home. Scared. I'm just saying. It would be scared. My, uh, Adam, Adam W. Johnson over there, there says, uh, my wife works at McDonald's. She's going to love this story. By the way, she texted me earlier to ask me how I make an air fryer pizza. Probably the same way you make a regular pizza. Well, you just stick it in the air fryer. Yeah. You just turn it on just for not as long. Yeah. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's you put the stuff on it. You put it on a little tray. You slide it in and you push the pizza icon. Right. I, that's how I do it. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else to it, but just saying. 
Uh, be the Neanderthal from the SAV. Great Britain made a British decree that Queen Elizabeth will never die. Keep the woman, keep women in power by law. It was the woman's movement before the woman's movement was cool. So there you go. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what it is. So, good times, great oldies. Uh, so that was fun. The frog, yeah, that, that was, was great. Actually. That was that fun. Was, that was enjoyable. That was fun. Nothing like it. a little bit of you know, feminists getting their all panties in a wad over nothing. Over nothing. Yeah. Um. So good me, times. I got a. Uh, I got a question. Going to shift gears now. Yeah, shift gears a little bit. Oh, got good. a question. It's good. uh, you know. The the, the 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 coronavirus vaccine. Uh-huh. It's been a... Okay. There's been a lot less... There's There's been a lot less people getting it recently. Uh-huh. Um, and the complaint has always been... But wait, hold on. The, the, there's been a complaint about it. That doesn't make sense because, like, everybody has been... You know, like I see it on Facebook constantly. Oh, look, I've got my immunization card. Right, the lines yeah, yeah. that wrap mm-hmm. around and look like the stones are in town. Sure, yeah. And you're telling me that people aren't getting it? Yeah. Why wouldn't they be getting it? Well, you see, when you have to do the exact same thing that you were doing before and after getting the vaccination even though the vaccination is supposed to stop it from being able to spread. So like you have to always wear a face mask or at least one face mask, if not two face masks, whenever you're with anybody else, uh-huh. you have to, you know, social distance. You have to do all this other crap and blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. When you still have to do that after you vaccinate. Yeah. People get pissed. Well, Why? Because once you people. vaccinate, well, once you vaccinate, you're protecting other people already. You're already protecting people. But so they're they're not liking the, the the extra double protection. They're not liking the triple protection. They understand, like condoms, the more you put on, the less less effective it is. But I mean, they don't have a problem doubling up on masks. Well, some people don't. But these are the same people who. They don't have a problem with doubling or tripling up on masks. Right, right, right. And I was, you know, I was just hoping that somebody would come up with a solution for this. So, something aside from arsenic or yeah, okay. from killing people and gotcha. Um, and it just so happens that the CDC has now announced. Oh, good. The, um, more announcements from the CDC. Yep. That fully vaccinated people are okay to mingle indoors with both vaccinated and unvaccinated people in some circumstances. Some, some yeah. circumstances. Some circumstances. Pray tell what circumstances. <clears throat> Fully vaccinated people is defined as having waited two weeks after receiving both two doses. Both doses. I don't know why it says both two doses of the vaccine shot, vaccine shots. Or a single Oh, both. Dose. Yeah, both. Either the two dose or the single one dose. So, uh, uh, a vaccine injection. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-huh. I thought there was only a two-dose vaccine. No, there is also a single dose. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. The two-dose is supposedly safer. Right. Okay. Continue. Sorry. The CDC, however, still states that uh, all people, regardless of vaccination status, should continue to avoid non-essential travel. Mm, Why? 
again, what is the point if you have been vaccinated? If it's supposed to work either to protect you or to protect <clears throat> others, they still can't freaking figure out which it is. If it's going to, if it protects one demographic or another, then why do you need to stop? Why does everything change? Why do you still have to go through the rigmarole of don't talk to people, stay away from people, wear masks, you can't travel, you can't do nothing, blah, 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 which right. people still travel. They still do it. People are still traveling right now. They get on planes. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, and you, you've done it recently. We've, it, it's, <laughs> it's happened. People travel. Yes. So if you're going to do that, like it, it doesn't stop you. So... If they make you wear a mask on a plane, uh-huh. even after you've been vaccinated, as kind of a, hey, you're in a very small, confined space for, you know, three, four hours at a time. You know what I mean? Maybe it's best to do it. Like, that's not really the end of the world. It sucks, and I won't do it fly for that very reason. Right. But, you know, it's if you have to go somewhere, if you need to go somewhere, it's not that big of a deal. You just take it off your mask, and you're good again. Yep. Well, the biggest thing that they put out, you know, was the whole, you know, non-essential travel. But to, again, define non-essential. Anything that's not for work. Yeah, but I think that, you know, if if my family member is is you know, dying, Sick cancer, or dying, dying, or, dying, or, or yeah. somebody mm-hmm. had to get, like every day is, you know, every day that you wake up is a day that, you know, you might not have tomorrow. Very so true. I would consider Very any travel, any travel essential, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm so tired of this. I'm so tired of this. And this again, just as, as, as we stated before. So, and we have another CDC one, don't we? Uh, not a CDC one, but we have other stuff. Yeah. Oh, I meant the other thing, but no, there, there was a, the, 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 oh, we did with the Biden and the, yeah. the children. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with the, the change last week with, oh, you know, well, we can allow, you know, Biden to do these things because, you know, they're kids and it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that it's, oh, well, we'll suddenly decide because enough people have raised enough hell and bitched about it. Well, here's the deal. This just, again, <clears throat> proves the fact that this virus is not actually anything from a health standpoint you need to be worried about. All this is is about control because if it wasn't about control, the the science would be there. The science would be founded. The science would be consistent all the way through and it wouldn't matter. There wouldn't be changes based off of people getting mad or people having problems or people or, being upset or yeah, or, or whatever it is. It would be, sorry, this is the situation. You get vaccinated. This is the situation. Here's the curve we're looking for in advance, blah, blah, blah. Not, oh, get vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. Oh, oh, you're, you're mad enough. You're yelling enough now. Oh, I, maybe we should change things because that's what the CDC is getting ready to have to do too. When it comes to this, that's the whole point of this whole yep. article we're talking about is yep. the, 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 the non-essential travel. Mm-hmm. Now airlines are, are up in arms about it. Yes. They're pissed because they're like, Hey, 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 we already halfway died. What are you doing? Yeah. We're all getting our, <laughs> like, I bet you they're like mandatorily making everyone get vaccinated. Plus the masks, plus everything else. Their yep. stuff is suffering severely. And now the CDC is like, Oh, well, you know, y'all can mingle and do all this other stuff, but you can't you know, travel. You, you we're going to try guys, and reiterate that airlines. You have so much money. It's not a big deal. And that's, that's the angle. But that's what I'm saying. If it truly was about the virus and the virus was actually real, then it, I, I'm saying it's not real, but I mean, if it, it was as severe as they've made it out to be. No, no, no. I'm pretty much saying it's not real. No, I mean, it is, I mean, it is real. That's it's a what I mean. virus. That's why I said, that's why I changed it. It's not as severe as they're making it out to be. Right. 
Okay, it is another version, another strand, another definition of of like the flu. Well, cold, both because they're all similar. They're all in the same family. Not for nothing, COVID has been around forever, causing SARS. Remember that fun little bit? Well, remember influenza is influenza. COVID nineteen is the you know that that's COVID. Anything COVID related is technically the cold. Yeah, but the common cold. Gotcha. That's my point. Yeah. It's, it's, it, they know it's not a big deal because if it was, mm-hmm. then again, the science would have been founded. It would have been solid. It would have been concrete and it would have been, here's the line until the end period. Not, well, this demographic is going to complain or this business is going to complain mm-hmm. or people in general are tired of it. And they're like, oh, well, maybe we need to change things. So people will start listening. That's policy. That's, that's, that's gaming policy. That's not. Yeah. That's not what you need to do. If you're going to set a rule down, it has to be a rule that's going to be set in place. And it's, you know, take it or uh, uh, like it or not. This is the rule. Yeah. It's a it's a hard and fast thing. Be from a big pharmacy over on Twitter real fast. Do I need to argue the other side of vaccine, the vaccine argument just to have balance? Well, yes and no. You can, but But it doesn't matter anymore. Not right now because we're getting ready to take a break. And we got a guest coming up. So don't go nowhere right now. Right now. Yeah, we got to call him. Mojo50solar.com. That's the website to find out how much you could save by adding a solar package to your home or business. Go to Mojo50solar.com. They'll connect you with the Patriots over at Patriot Energy, and they can do a custom package. They can take all of the factors involved in your specific, your unique case, where you are, how many hours of sunlight you get on average, you know, the amount of electricity that you use. They can magically whip it up in their little uh, solar blender and they will come out with a figure that uh, you can decide, hey, I like this. This uh, makes sense to me. I could save some money on my electric bill every month. And the great news is that in uh, a lot of cases, you'll even end up getting money back from your electricity provider. The only way you'll know is to go to mojo50solar.com. Don't wait. Do it today. Mojo50solar.com. Patriot Energy. I got that power. When solar energy is done right, it can save you up to 30, 40% over your current energy costs. Call the professionals at Patriot Energy to get your no cost, no obligation layout and design. Compare and contrast the differences for yourself. Go to PatriotEnergyAZ.org forward slash Mojo50 to get started today for your Patriot Energy solution. Live. 
I love this. See, this is what happens. When, it was yeah, you know, it was, last minute stuff. And, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. This is it, you're trying to be different and five, do things two, semi-professionally, and then hold on. Five zero three. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I try go. to do things semi-professionally, and well, then, then and then and then. Know. Should have had him call us instead. Well, but because the, the time difference and things, like I knew we would need him when we would need him. Right. So it was like, hello, hello, hello. Spike. Hey, hey. How's there it going? we go. Okay, See? sorry. We there tried calling. We we called like three times and realized we dialed the wrong number. Oops. <laughs> that was my fault. I was well. well I didn't type. No, the number. no, you didn't was, type the number. That was me. So I'll take that. Now that we've done this in the middle of things, so Pastor Spike Bowen. How are you, sir? Yes, sir. Pastor Inc. Well, your, your ministry. I've seen this guy on, on, on TikTok. I tend to watch now more than anything, and I don't <clears throat> do anything anymore. I don't, I don't participate. Voyeur. I am. I am a voyeur of it. Um, but I've, I've, I've come across <laughs> Pastor Spike, and, and fantastic guy. Love hearing his story, and, and I was really touched by the fact that he has a ministry. Um, being a prior military... And yes, you're soon to go back in as a chaplain. Yep. We'll get to all that in a Hell second. Yeah. We'll get to all that in a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. But being he's he's got a ministry where he gives out Bibles to first responders and to veterans. Oh, you don't have to talk down to me. I, I know you know, but I'm talking to everyone else. So, Pastor Spike, how are you, man? We're really glad that you came on to to hang out with us. I'm, I'm I'm doing great. I'm blessed, and I'm breathing. And uh, and thank you for having me. No problem. So, start from the beginning, kind of you know, Reader's Digest though, because we only got about thirty minutes. But you know, tell us, you know, give us a brief thing of your history. I believe weren't you a, you were an atheist at in the, at one point? And yeah, I was uh, atheist for and um, actually during my entire military career. Oh, and uh, um. Long story short, I uh, was raised in the church. Um, my my family, uh, we're a good Christian family, and uh, we ended up switching churches. And um, at one point, I about thirteen, I started running from God because you know I'm a teenager, I know more. And yeah. there were some other events that happened, and uh, I, I ran from God and, and from the church so hard that I ended up in juvenile correction a year later. Oh wow, nice! Wow, <laughs> yeah, Grand Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yep. Oof. and uh, uh, and I didn't even steal the car; I was just riding in it. It was a Camaro, man. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, it's a Camaro. You kind of have like it's if you're there, you're somebody there. Somebody offers you a ride in a Camaro, you don't. Say no. Was it T top? It, it was a T twenty eight. Like yeah, you're gonna hop in it. <laughs> was it was it T was it but uh, no. what was it T topped is my question. Was it T topped? Um no, it was a hard top. Ah okay. That's okay. Still, it's a C twenty eight. Like you can't, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I, I, I literally had to. I literally had to think back. I'm like, I remember it was canary yellow, uh, and, <laughs> and that's like, I'm like, was it a t top? I don't remember. I used to. I wanted to have um, one as a t top so bad for so long, and then I realized how quickly the the seals leak around the t tops. I'm like, no, never mind. I'm good. <laughs> so uh, I stopped hanging out with that with those you know air quote friends. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, and I ended up getting into uh, EMS and firefighting. Okay. And from and from there, I joined the Army Reserves at the age of 17. Did boot camp at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. Good old Camp Snoopy. Oh, yeah. And 
Yeah. And then um, I became a 55 Bravo ammunition specialist and went to AIT, Advanced Individual Training at Redstone Arsenal, Alabama. Wow. I did, did what, what, three and a half years Army Reserves. Uh-huh. Uh, I was attached to the 351st Ordnance uh, Battalion under the 99th Regional Support Command, and uh, which no longer, uh, the 351st doesn't even exist anymore. They, they disbanded the unit. Oh, no. Okay. I know, I know I liked um, you for a reason beyond just the <laughs> tattoos and the pastoring part because I was in the Navy and I was also in ordinance. Okay. So, oh, yeah, things, things, are, good. things are good are awesome. They are, right? <laughs> they really are. Uh, we, we would, we would uh, ship stock supply, any, any form of ammunition, anything from small arms all the way up to the depleted uranium rounds for the M1 Abrams. Nice. See, yeah, yeah. We, we did everything all the way up to... Uh, all the way, all the way up to to the thousand pound bombs and Mavericks and Sidewinders and yeah, I was in aviation, so a lot. I mean, we still did stuff all the way down, but our stuff, like the smallest stuff that I personally put my hands on, was the stuff that went in like the guns, you know, the 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 fifty millimeter handgun or not handguns, the uh, the machine guns on the jets. Yep. I can't even remember what they are now. It's been so long. I feel old. <clears throat> That's bad. <laughs> I feel old. But anyway. So, so from there, um, I, I, I couldn't scan the Army Reserves. I, I hated it. And yeah. I did a lateral conversion. Okay. And I became, I became a hospital corpsman in the U.S. Navy. Uh, um, so when I joined in 95, I really wanted medic. I wanted, you know, at the time it was 91 Bravo, uh, was combat medic for the Army. Uh, the Army changes their ratings so often, it's mm-hmm. unreal. Um, and it wasn't available in 1995 when I joined. Neither was MP. So I, I took the job with the highest signing bonus, <laughs> which I, which I've never seen. By the way, I've never seen. Still that haven't bonus. seen it. Uh, yeah, doesn't sound like the military at all to, to not give you what they promised. I know, right? I, Where's that RV? That they're I know. Getting all, all the groupies and. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw a, uh, I saw a video from. Uh, from one of the shows off of Vet TV or something, and I get it opens up. There's this guy signing, you know, joining the Marines, and instead of like, you know, doing the the classic stuff that you and I got fed and everybody else gets fed, it's like literally like, and this this line right here, if you just initial right here, this just says that it the uh, that your wife or girlfriend will cheat on you during your first deployment, guaranteed. And he Pretty pauses nice. for a minute, and the guy's like, "Okay, I'm good with that." And you know, he goes down this list of like, you know, people won't hire you because they'll assume you have PTSD, and he just signs his initials next to it, and then he's done. And he's like, thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. And walks away. It was, I was like, yeah, that's, that's how it is. Pretty much. So, um, I, I was excited, man. I, I joined the Navy and, and I'm, you know, I'm on a plane. I'm all the way up to Great Lakes. Yeah. And great mistakes. I, I go through hospital corps school in the dead of winter. Uh-huh. In great Lakes, Illinois. Yeah. Which, Sounds about right. If, if, if any, oh, so cool. the base, the base is literally, and I, I still have the, the little yearbook thingy or whatever for when I graduated, it has the aerial picture from back then. The, the, the base, no lie, sits about a mile, maybe straight through trees from Lake Erie. Oh, so that is, yeah. it, there is, um, when That's you, when so cold. you're already up in the great white tundra to begin with, and then you're that close to water. nothing but open water. Oh, oh dear Lord. No. I hated PT back then. You, you you're, want, get, you're getting cold just by thinking about it. I did. I had a, I had a PTSD had a flashback. I was like, Oh, he God. literally shivered over here. I did. <laughs> Cause I remember. Do you, do you, do you remember coming down uh, d- down into the quarter deck and seeing, like, on the uniform of the day, it would say Seabag? Yes. 
Yes. Yeah, and you you would go upstairs and put on every, every single singing. uniform you had, layer it one mm-hmm. one on top of the other. Yep. Until you got to the uniform of the day. Yep. Uh, and 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 even then it was still freezing, dude. Yeah, it was still cold. This is when you would turn around and we would uh we would we would get this is back when you could still do this in the military. We would actually get cycled. You know, you would turn around and ha- and they would they would close especially if it was summertime, it was really bad. They would close all the windows and they would turn the heat on as high as it would go. You push all the racks back, and you would do uh, uh, you would do a rain dance, mm-hmm. where literally by the time you're done, it would be so hot, it would be so steamy, your sweat would be dripping off of the ceiling onto you, yep. onto linoleum floor. By the way, Slippage. so you're trying to do push ups and you're sliding, and it it yeah yeah burpees no, and all I'm this okay other jazz. That. Nah, I'm yeah. Mountain climbers. Yes. Oh, God. Which aren't really mountain climbing at the time. It's more like skiing. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Oh. I know this is the greatest time of my life, really. And all these, everybody's like, what the... It's like I would, anyway, wouldn't trade it for the world. But back from PT, yeah. <laughs> so you went through, you transferred a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, uh, I, I remember doing those. I remember doing the fisherman with like the rubber duck. Yep. Yep. Nice. And, yep. No, not yeah. nice. Yes, it'd be great. Sounds good. <laughs> Got to do this on one day. So you, so how long were you in the Navy? Um, I was in for uh, five and a half years. Nice. And um, I got out, and uh, oh, well, uh, I, I was all excited about going to the Navy because I was like, "Oh, dude, I'm going to be on a boat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see. I'm going to sail the seven seas, and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, get. I'm going to get my shell back, and I'm going to get my blue nose, and all this stuff. Yep. And I didn't get any of it any because of they're it. like, "Hospital Corman, good job. Guess what? You're attached to the Marines. Back in the woods, go camping." And I was like, "Dang it!" <laughs> Every <laughs> and I, get, I, I get down to Camp Lejeune, and I'll tell you what, I instantly fell in love. I, I couldn't picture myself being anything other than a greenside corpsman. Yeah. And for five and a half years, I was with my Marines everywhere I went. And uh, I, I love them. I will, uh, man, there's, there's, there's something just about one showing that you're a good proficient hospital corpsman. Yeah. And that the first time that Marine goes, Hey doc, because you earned it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. it was, it was, there's, there's words can't, can, can't describe it. So when when did you have the 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 kind of the the transformation from where was the switch? Yeah, what was the 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 the, the defining moment that kind of you you went wait a second, this is not something isn't adding up here and. So I, I'd gotten out of the service. I met my wife two weeks later after I got out, which is hysterical, all around the world to come back to Pittsburgh and meet my bride. Hey, <laughs> nice. Hey, that's fine. And uh, she was agnostic, and I was a hardcore atheist, and we were big partiers. And uh, and I became a paramedic and a, a deputy sheriff. Okay. And uh, um, one one night on scene, um, the, my partner dropped a stretcher down a hillside, Whoops. and it had a the lady with heart problems on it, Whoops. and it was going down the hill, and I caught it one arm and ripped my arm right out of its socket, ended my career. Mm. I I. I, 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 was, I was furious. I was angry at this God that I didn't believe in. Yeah. Weird how that works out, and, huh? <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there shaking my fist at this God that doesn't exist in my head. But yeah. In my heart, I knew he existed. <laughs> <laughs> and so I worked a myriad of jobs. Um, I, I was a firearm instructor for the deputy sheriffs. So I ended up working at a couple gun stores, and I ended up being a firearm blogger for a couple websites that you guys probably know. Okay. 
Um, one's called United Gun Group. I was the editor in chief. Oh, them. okay. Mm-hmm. And the other was tactical s h i t dot com. Ah, yeah, I, I know that one I really would, well. I, yeah, I was I was TJ's head blogger for five years. Oh wow! Okay, and, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and I, had this pre- I had this preacher keep coming in to the one gun store, and it, one of my best customers was a preacher. It was hysterical. And um, he, he would come in buy a Colt Gold Cup. He'd come in buy a Remington 700. You know, and he'd always invite me to church. And I kept blowing him off. Yeah. Well, I went. I went from being a paramedic and making seventy five thousand dollars a year plus plus benefits mm-hmm. to making less than eighteen thousand dollars a year. And wow. that's, a, a, that's a hurt. That's a pain. And we, yeah, and we ended up declaring bankruptcy. And we we almost lost a house. We almost lost our car. Where we had next to no food in the house. We were starving. And an old buddy that I used to party with in, in the south side of Pittsburgh invited my wife and my son and I to a soup luncheon at this church. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am so freaking hungry. I will go and put up with some Christian <laughs> nonsense. And I go walking up to this church, and the door opens, and there's that preacher that was my best customer at the gun store. Nice. It's, and I'm like, that's fantastic. too much of a coincidence. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, maybe you are up there. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, you got, you got me. me atten- you got my attention. All right, let's. <laughs> so, so I sit down, and the sermon was about Luke 15, uh, the prodigal son. Of course, it was. Away. <laughs> Always, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, but but it, was, it wasn't told about you know if it, it, the way he told it, it wasn't. Um, just about the son that went off and spent the father's inheritance. He also talked about the other brother. Yeah. Who, even though he stayed with dad, his heart was just as hard and, and just as cold mm-hmm. as the son who left. Yep. Nobody ever like, talks oh, about him. Oh. Everybody loves the. Everybody loves talking about the brother that went away. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it kicked me right in the throat. It, it, it was. It, it was like God came down. Was like yeah, and like Bruce Lee kung fu kicked me in the throat. <laughs> And so now I'm indicted and convicted and I go, I get escorted down into the fellowship hall and there's all this food, dude. I mean, I, dude, they're Baptists, man. They yes. Eat, that's what they yeah, do. They, they drown the demons out of you and then they have a potluck. That's right. And then, so there's all these soups and I get this bowl of like six cheese soup with like celery yeah, and carrots in it. Dude, it was so bomb. It was mm. so good. And I'm st- and everybody was legit that like you ever walk into a church building and it just seems like everybody's fake. Yeah. And, and they're like, Oh God, Jesus love ye. Mm-hmm. You know, these people are like, Hey man, what's up? Hey, did you see the steal game? Hey, bring you to our congregation. My name is, my name's Bob. I'd like to get to know you. They were legitimately nice, genuine people. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm like, it's so all that preconceived notion I had of Christians was going out the window. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I've got food in front of me. I've got people that actually care about me that want to get to know me. And, and that sermon just kicked me in the face and told me I've been wrong my entire life. And it was there staring at this bowl of soup that I gave my life to Jesus. It's kind of amazing how God just... a bowl of soup, you gotta love it. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's amazing how, like, when you look back on it, it's like all these little intricate things, it's like, nah, God had this plan from get-go, Chief. He was gonna... He he just waited for the right time. You you wanted you want to play around, we'll wait and play around, it's fine with me. It's your own fault. Do it the hard way. (laughs) It's exactly it. It's exactly it. So when did So so from there, I I ended up getting uh, asked to be on the worship team. I I got asked to be 
uh, to help with the youth with the youth ministry, okay, uh, with youth group, and and I had I you know I was I was really getting into the Bible and I was studying, and I had all these people coming to me saying, "Hey, can, can you help me understand this?" And I'm like. Y'all know who I'm new, right? Uh. Like, <laughs> like, but I don't understand, and you seem to. So, so okay, let's sit down and look at look it up in the, in the Bible together. And then finally, I went to the, the pastor and the youth pastor, and I was like, "Hey guys, I've got all these people coming to me, and I don't, I don't know enough. I think I need to go to school to learn the Bible." And they, the two pastors look at each other and they laugh. And I was like, what? What did I do? And they're like, no, no, no. We knew you were being called to be a pastor. We were waiting for this conversation. <laughs> and I should have called. I should have called him out. I was like, you jerks. You could have told me, man. And they're like, nope, nope. You had to find it on your yeah, own. Yeah, you never yeah, would have no, believed no, it if we said it. Yeah. If they had come to you, it'd have been like, nah. Yeah. Yeah, and you ran and exactly. pulled a Jonah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had to find it on my own. Yeah. And, uh, and I started seminary uh, weeks later. And um, I, I got accepted at Andersonville Theological Seminary out of Georgia. Okay. And I do all my courses online. Nice. And, uh, and now I'm the assistant pastor of this congregation. That The, the congregation I walked into, uh, walked into as an atheist, I'm now the assistant pastor of. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm also now the, the senior youth pastor as well. See, that's fantastic. Tell me God ain't That's good. awesome. Tell man. me God ain't good. Anyway, so, so what, okay, so... We obviously have this deep history with with the military and, and and EMS and first responders and 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 obviously God has done something in you. So at, so how did the ministry uh, as far as the, the for the you know the Bibles for these guys? Where, how did that start? At what point did it, was it kind of a you sit up in bed kind of thing? Is it something you'd seen forever? It it did it just fall on your lap? How did this, how did that come about? It fell in my lap. It really did. I had a guy who had been following me on TikTok for a while. Um, good dude, good Christian named Ken Black. Mm-hmm. He, he private messaged me and he's like, hey, uh, I have a stack of 10 Bibles here. Um, could you use them? Could you find a home for them? They're just sitting here collecting dust. And I was just, okay, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I hand out Bibles every now and then to, to people to come in and visit the church. And, and, um, I was like, sure. So he, he sends the Bible, and they're sitting there on my desk for a couple of weeks while I'm praying. I'm like, God, what do you want me to do with this? God, what do you want me to do with this? Finally, this little voice one day in my head just said, why don't you do a TikTok and offer it up to any veterans that want them? I was like, oh, okay. That's awesome. So I did this video. And I was like, any veterans, you guys want a Bible? And the video blew up. And wow. I got inundated with hundreds of emails and messages of veterans and law enforcement and first responders wanting a Bible and wanting Bible studies. And I'm like, okay, I only have 10. <laughs> and God like, God like, do another TikTok, ask for help. You, pe- people can't bless you if you don't ask for the blessing. That's true, true. Like, oh. yep. I was like, okay. So I did another TikTok and that blew up. And within two weeks, I had over 4,000 Bibles donated. Wow. Almost, almost 5,000. And, uh, in 2020, I shipped, uh, 4,100, 4,132, 4,132 Bibles worldwide. Nice. Wow. Uh, Spanish. Spanish translation Bibles, English translation Bibles, large print, red letters. Um, uh, I did ship one Korean translated Bible uh, to Seoul, South Korea. Okay, that's uh, I've been awesome. Shipping Bibles to the Philippines, Sydney, Australia, Perth, Bowen, Australia. Um, where else? Oh, I just I, I just sent uh, a case of a 
I just translated Bibles to Bogota, Colombia last week. Wow. <sighs> awesome. Holy cow. That's really cool. Yeah. That is fantastic. Okay, so here the main reason I, I mean, I kind of, I didn't know all of this stuff, right. but I knew little bits and pieces. And I said, you know what? What can we do to help? Like, is there, is, is, do you have information? Do you have, is there a site to uh, go yeah, to? Is there websites? Do you have linkages? Do we have stuff that, that either us or the audience or something that we can help kind of keep this thing going and help, you know, further this thing along? Because this is fantastic. Because a lot of people think that, that when you have to go do the whole missionary work kind of thing, requires you to go through all this schooling and you have to go all over the world and do all of this stuff. And some people don't even realize the fact that it literally can be something as simple as handing another person a Bible. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I, I don't have a website yet. Um, you're like the eighth person to ask me today. I'm, I'm thinking I need to. I'm thinking I need to make one. God's Probably telling you yeah, something. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, say. Um um, people can email me, pastorinked at gmail.com if they need a Bible, if they want a Bible study, um, if they want to be a part of this and help. I always need prayer. Always, man. Um, it, being that, that, that this is such a thriving ministry, I'm constantly under attack because the enemy is afraid. Oh, yeah. You know, we're building the kingdom and, and winning victories in the name of Jesus Christ. So, of course, I'm going to come under attack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so of course. Prayer, I always, always need prayer. Um, I, I do have a Venmo and a PayPal, um, mm -hmm. that people have donated money to help ship. Uh, it's a, I, I ship via media mail through the United States Postal Service as much as possible. I, I can do that in the United States, but and when I have to start shipping overseas, then I have to pay normal shipping. Yeah. And, uh, but it's still, it's $2.80 to ship one Bible in the United States. Wow. So, it, it like, and people have been blessed, and you know, every everything that I've needed for this ministry to, to thrive, God has provided. Well, what is the what yeah, is I the mean, the PayPal or, or the Venmo and stuff like? What is that information as well? So, or is it something you can't share immediately? Yeah. Well, um, Venmo is at um, Pastor Dash Inc. Okay. And uh, PayPal is at Spike Bowen at Gmail .com. Okay, perfect. That way, and we're gonna we're gonna I got we're in the middle of. Tweeting this out now. We're going to put it on our Facebook and, is that, and get it around. Is that like a hyphen or is that an underscore? At um, for, for the Venmo? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, just, you know, a dash. It's not, it's not an underscore. It's a hyphen. Yeah, just hyphen. Okay. And it's faster. I, 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 it's always a, it's a, my wife just looked at me. She's like, you, you the Mr. English like major. <laughs> Look. We, we, we know people that have named their kid Ladasha and it's L-A-A. Yeah, All right. literally so the we, line, so it got you. Oh, oh, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Let Pat me tell you this. Before you when get there, before you get there, hold I on. Had, I had a complete shift of weird names. The first patient was A-I-A. It was Adashia. Oh, God. Golly. Holy the, smokes. The Come on, man. I, oh, oh, it gets better. It gets better. The next patient was Aquanetta. Like, like, hold on, Aquanet, Aqua, like the Aquanet, hairspray? like hairspray, Aquanet, uh? Yes, yes, yes. Wow. But oh, that's yeah. not how you spell it. That's not how you pronounce it, though, right? <laughs> that wasn't how you pronounce it, though, right? Aquanet is not how it, 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 No, that probably was. I'm not even. That's how you pronounce it. I'm all right, even. all right, all right. So one more time. For the Venmo, it's Pastor-I-N-K. E-D. E-D. So it does, it does have the E-D. All right. Yeah. Inked. 
Like, like I inked a, a contract. Outstanding. Uh-huh. So everything is pastor inked. Yeah, if you're tattooed, you're inked. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, we're gonna, like I said, we're going to put all of this stuff out of here because, like I said, I've I've been following you for a little bit. I've been watching a lot of your stuff, and I've been praying for you, and I've been trying to – and like I said, I've been watching and seeing this stuff, and I'm like, you know what we need to do? We need to uh, – you know, I, I really need to get him on, especially when I found out so – your final wrap-up to the story real quick is you're you're – have decided that you know two different branches of the military and reserves is not good enough that you have to go back now and uh because that's not good enough it wasn't it wasn't good to just get away no no we have to go back so you but you're going back as a chaplain yeah holy smokes Um, so funny story last year i had a stroke oh congratulations (laughs) yeah thank you (laughs) and i'm laying in the va and the doctor shows me the MRI, and I have an eight millimeter bleed in my brainstem. Oh, good, good. And as, as a paramedic, I knew this was deadly. Yeah. Uh, I knew I was going to die. Yeah. And I, 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 I cried and I prayed and I said, God, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Just please take care of my wife and my, and my son. Yeah. And the next morning, I'm starting to feel a little bit better, and they took me to CT, and then I get the results, and they're like, we can't find the clot anywhere. Ugh. And I was, I was like, wait, what? She goes, we, the doctor says, she, she's like, we can't find it anywhere in your body. It's like it never even happened. She's like, you even look better. Like you've got color in your cheeks and you don't look like you're dying. And I'm like, I feel great. She's like, I can't explain it. I looked up and I was like, I can't. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I take care of my wife and my son. He's like, okay, you're going to stay here. Yeah, you're going to be the one taking care of it. That's it. You're the deal. It's your job, dude. <laughs> and, an hour, I got and an hour later, an army chaplain walks in. Okay. And and he's like he's like hi Spike I follow you on TikTok. <laughs> I'm like, how you doing? He goes so how old are you? I was like forty two. And he goes good. You're still young enough. I'm like for what? He goes to become a chaplain in the Army National Guard. Oh, wow. And, and I'm like I don't know you. I, I mean and he's in uniform too. And he, he's like look, you're, we can do an age waiver because the cutoff is forty seven. He's like. You just need your acceptance letter for your master's of divinity, which I know you're pretty close to. Yeah. And he's like, and we can get a waiver for your tattoos. He's like, you're going to have to lose the earrings and the beard, but I think you'll be okay with that. Would you like to retire as an officer? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so all my years will count. Uh, all my years of service will count towards my retirement. No way. That's fantastic. I put in another 20, and they're going to commission me as a second lieutenant. Oh, congratulations. Sweet. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Do you know how, like, that's, no, that, no, yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah, doesn't yeah, happen. No, I know. That's not, I know. Yeah, I get it. That's called God. Yeah. Just so we're clear. <laughs> yeah. That's God. Uh, that doesn't happen to normal uh-uh. everyday people. No, no, no. You guys are good. Exactly. Holy cow. Well, that is awesome, man. Yeah, just don't give me a, a compass. I'll kill the whole platoon. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. That's it. You no. have your Bible, and that's what you need. Exactly. That's all you need. That is my compass. Amen. <laughs> that's exactly. Well, Pastor Spike, we appreciate you being on. We're going to keep. When are you? Do you have any of When's your ship out date? You know? Um, I don't know yet. I still have to go sit in front of. Uh, not sit. I have to go stand in front of a board of officers and generals. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, that's good. Town Gap and do a oral board. Yeah. So. You have fun with that one. Well, we're going to keep up with you. We're going to have you on at least one more time before you ship out, and we're going to keep up with you. Like I said, anything we can do to help you out with this ministry moving forward, brother, we got you back. We tweeted on everything. So. Uh, help this man out. Yeah. So, oh, Pastor Spike, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you all in a little bit. Guys, we'll be right back. American Pride Roasters. Well, we still have a little bit. Oh, American yeah, Pride well, Roasters yeah. is uh-huh. the sponsor of this whole episode. If you uh-huh. like... Uh, 
coffee, historically great coffee. Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's uh, AmericanPrideRoasters.com. You're going to love it. I promise you that. Historically great coffee. Guaranteed to make you swallow every time you put it in your mouth. That's right. Uh, go to our website, DOAEshow.com. Mojo50.com. Follow us on all the social medias at DOAE Show. We still got another hour to go. It's going to be amazing. Guys, don't go nowhere. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. The White House says it will continue to oppose efforts by some states to pass transgender sports bans. Here's White House correspondent Greg Clugston. In several states, lawmakers are considering or have passed legislation banning transgender athletes from competing on girls' or women's sports teams. White House spokesman Jen Psaki says President Biden signed an executive order supporting transgender rights. And him signing an executive order sends a pretty clear message to state legislators, to lawmakers about where he stands on this issue. Backers of the sports legislation argue that transgender girls, born as biological males, are naturally stronger, faster, and bigger than biological females. Greg Clugston, Washington. Iceland is preparing for the potential of an eruption of one of the country's numerous volcanoes after a spate of recent earthquakes. News reports say that residents of the country's southwestern region, including the capital of Reykjavik, are preparing for a possible eruption after thousands of tremblers in the past several days. A volcanology team released images of potential lava flows that did not predict any towns in the country would be impacted by potential eruptions. However, a major roadway connecting the country's largest airport to Reykjavik may be less fortunate. The country's meteorological office said Thursday that more than 2,600 quakes struck the southwestern region last week, with several dozen registering magnitude 3 or higher. I'm Bernie Bennett. The South Korean and U.S. military scaling back their annual exercises this month due to the pandemic and to support diplomacy on North Korea's nuclear program. Seoul's Joint Chiefs of Staff say the Allies decided to start the nine-day drills tomorrow after reviewing several factors. Another woman who works for Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York describing conduct she felt was inappropriate for the workplace, Anna Liss talking to the Wall Street Journal yesterday. More on these stories at townhall.com. We would like to remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and their guests appearing on Mojo Five O Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Five O Radio. Mojo Five O. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org. I've recently heard a minister say that President Trump is not in the White House now because of arrogancy and too many tweets. Hello, I'm... Ron Edwards, on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. So is arrogancy in tweets now more egregious than the United States under the Biden doctrine of forcing nations around the world to accept U.S. taxpayer dollars to promote and fund abortions, stop the construction of our southern border wall, block deportation of illegal border crossers, and allow them to roam throughout our republic? 
rejoin the World Health Organization. The commitment to rejoin the horribly expensive Iran nuclear arms deal in the Muslim travel ban, force schools to allow transgenders to participate in girls' sports, reverse transgender military ban and stick taxpayers with the cost of paying for transgender operations, re-enter the Paris Climate Accords that could help decimate our ability to remain energy independent and allows China to pollute at will. Biden's commitment to fast-track DACA and give millions of illegal border crossers citizenship and amnesty? I don't know about you, but I believe that Biden's agenda will soon prove much more worse than Trump's alleged arrogancy in tweets. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live. Pastor Spike, huh? Mm-hmm. That was good. The good people. I've been, like I said, I've been talking to him for a while. You know, off and on, back and forth. Glad we finally got him on. Things. I'm glad to have him on. Like I said, we're going to have him on as often as humanly possible. And we got his, you know, we tweeted out all his information. We're going to throw it on Facebook. We're going to put it out everywhere. We'll yep. find it. We might even find a way to attach it to the website somewhere, somehow. <laughs> somehow, something. Someway. I don't know. Whatever. whatever. We're just going to put all of his stuff in everywhere. Because he, it's just, it's, everywhere. It, I love hearing stories about that. When you, you just, you finally go, all right, God, I got it. Uh, what do you want me to do? And then literally just take it and run and just, you know, yep. don't Actually, look back. Don't do anything. You just run. And it's, it's Boom. fantastic. Yeah. There you go. I posted so. it on all the streams now. Yeah. On all the streams and all the chats, it's all there. Yeah. So. Boom, 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 boom. Well, gonna... not, maybe not all the chats. Like if we're linked to a bunch of different ones, it won't be there, but, if well, no, no, the no, no, but I'm saying if be... you, yeah, if you go to our Facebook or you go to Mojo's Facebook or yeah. the YouTubes or mm-hmm. Periscope or D live or we're whatever, there. it's there. You'll see it in the chats there. So. Yeah. And, that's, and we'll, like I said, I'll probably post it again later in another time. So, but I love it. <sighs> so now on to, from, from good stuff to crap, <gasps> to crap. Yay. Uh, with a full blown illegal immigration crisis worsening each day as of the course. country's Southern border. Of course. The old Biden administration has elected to adopt, not the children. That would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> They adopt the very same measures Democrats have once condemned under the Trump administration. Can you take a guess Uh, what that might be? What exactly would be the administration that that, that Trump did that that only Trump did? Yeah, that only Trump did. Only Trump did that. Well, I can't think of other that other that uh, actually they've been all doing forever, but it was only bad under Trump. It was only bad. Only bad. Well, that's a lot of things. Are we talking about? They're building a new wall. Nope. No, 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 not that one. No, no, they they're still, deporting people. Nope. No, no. You're getting a little closer, but no, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, no, um, uh, they're, 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 they're stopping people at the border. No, 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 no. Well, kind of, but no, that's not no. it either. Oh, no, right. you're in, you're, you're, kill, you're still in, in the, the vein, but there. it's not. All right. I, I, I don't it's know. something you, a little you, bit more specific. You're going to have to just let it go. Okay, what yeah. is considered the tragic and deplorable locking of kids in cages 
that was done under former former President Trump. How dare you? Uh, it is now considered the only, quote, humane and moral thing to do. It's to put kids in cages. Put kids in cages. We're Literally put kids using in cages. the verbiage. We're going to put kids, kids in, in cages. cages. Yes. During the Monday's White House press briefing, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki admitted that the administration is handling the rapid influx of unaccompanied children crossing the U.S.-Mexican border by reopening surge facilities dedicated to temporarily housing migrant children until they can be transferred to long-term facilities. But she also said, quote, that this was safe... And humane. Just like uh, the ASPCA that kills animals after a certain amount of time, it is safe and and humane. humane. Yes. Quote, we've made a policy decision. As you knew exactly where I was going with it. I'm like, yes. (laughs) Quote, we made a policy decision as an administration that the humane and moral approach is to keep these kids safe and get them into facilities that are safe. You know, where they intermingle at full capacity with little to no regard of the COVIDs because that's so bad for everybody else, but apparently not for Mexican children. Right. Uh, Quote, it is an area of policy discussion, how we will continue to accommodate in a safe and humane way Mm -hmm. these kids. Our objective remains moving them as quickly as possible out of the Border Patrol facilities. Uh But in order to do that, we need to have shelter facilities that are safe, Mm -hmm. that have access to educational resources, legal Mm -hmm. resources, health and medical resources, and need to ensure that they, that we have safe capacity to do that. Allegedly. Yeah. Jen Psaki just admitted putting them into, that was from a tweet, never mind. Democratic lawmakers and progressive immigration uh, activists excoriated Trump in 2019. But what about, no, 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 2019. 2019. 2019. Yeah, when his administration opened a surge facility in uh, Carrizo Springs, Texas. Excuse me, 2019? And they they only opened it for a month. 2019? 2019. You guys excoriated him throughout the entire presidency yeah. for this crap. Yeah, like, this wasn't just 2019. Yeah, but, Do you remember? <laughs> but they're talking about this specific this facility, specific facility, which is probably yeah, frustrated over the attack. Trump pointed out that it wasn't his administration that built the so-called cages. Rather, it was the Obama administration that Biden was serving as vice president. Now, these surge facilities are in line to get much more use than they ever did during the previous administration. They're trying to fill them up. Mm-hmm. As the uh, Biden, Put as many kids in that as belly as possible. They have to. As, yeah. mi- as the uh, Biden administration has consistently and loudly broadcast lenient immigration enforcement policies to the world, yep. an unprecedented number of migrants have rushed to the southern border. Mm-hmm. Trying uh, to pump them full of kids. Yeah, it's because, I mean, because you're not going to send children away. I mean, do you not have a heart? They're coming to us. They're, they're children. <laughs> we have to... Take care of the children. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Obviously, unprepared to handle the surge, the administration has been forced to adopt crisis mode interventions, such as reopening migrant children housing facilities and purchasing plane tickets to fly migrant children to their relatives' residences in the U.S., not their original home of origin, not sending them back because even as children, they're still illegal. They're still violating a federal crime. No, 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 no. We're going to send them to their families in America because why the hell not? You mean the families that more than likely are also legal? Oh, absolutely. They're legal. Illegal? No, they're legal. Illegal? Not well. No, mm. 
I don't know. They're going to be claimed legal. Okay. The Department of Homeland Security projects that 117,000 unaccompanied migrant children will illegally enter the U.S. this year. Uh-huh. Just this year. 45% more than any other year on record. At least, or as of last week, the administration was short by approximately 20,000 beds and predicted that the shelters would be at full capacity by the end of the month. That's a lot of people trying to cross the border. That's a lot of beds. That's a lot of having to deal with. And, and it's a lot of bed bugs. That's a lot of a lot of stuff. They're, I mean, and, and, you say what you want. We didn't have this problem for four years. No, we didn't. And they didn't like the guy doing it. But we didn't have this problem. But they don't care. This wasn't a problem. And, but it was not a problem. But they don't get money that way. Do you have to understand these the Homeland Security, these these facilities that, you know, they got mad about Trump using uh-huh. that they now conveniently get to open and use. Oh, right. Yeah, they, yeah. That is their people they get to stock with. That is their people they get to pay oh, to have those jobs right. there. Yeah. That's so you're their just, stuff mm-hmm. now. Scratching and be, backs. Exactly. Now that they get to grow their base and thereby mm-hmm. making all They're these other people happy, they can now turn around and go, oh, look, we've done all this stuff. And then hopefully these young kids <sighs> will turn around and go and, oh, look, we need to vote Democrat. No, no, they're not. They're going to look at it and say, wow, the hypocrisy. Suckers. No. Jeez, what are you doing? You're killing my people. <sighs> no, they'll, they'll, they'll be like all the other dreamers are right now, and they'll make this giant stink about how, oh, you know. You're we're right. supposed to be here. We belong here. We've been here forever. Yeah. It's not our fault. We're uh-huh. here. No, you're absolutely right. It's not your fault. But what are you doing to kind of make amends for that? Mm-hmm. Speaking of idiots that followed behind and forgot that they didn't have any sort of This is a crock. This is a crock. I don't believe. No. No, yeah, yeah. The way this yeah, is no, worded, no, I don't no, believe. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, no, yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, bah, bah. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. All right. A group of pro-life evangelical leaders who banded together to support the election of Joe Biden <sighs> in the 2020 election are now expressing shock. 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 And dismay. Uh-huh. Shock and awe. Horror. They're terrified. Quaking in their boots. They yes. cannot believe. So upset uh-huh. that the Democratic politician mm-hmm. who had, you know, towed his party line of abortion okay, is now somehow betraying their movement. You know, their movement, their yeah. pro-life movement, and using taxpayer money to pay for abortion. Shocked. They're shocked. Shocked. It, no. Shocked. They are so upset. Ray Charles saw this coming. <laughs> and he's dead. <laughs> like Not about the fact that he's blind. No, that's not even that. Helen he's Keller. Dead. Helen Keller saw this coming. She was deaf, dumb, and blind, and dead, and knew this was coming. Like this, before she died, from she knew a this was mile away, she's she like, oh, this is not going to end yeah, well. No, no, this is going to happen. You could bring her back to life right now. You could be like, so... <laughs> Here's here's the deal, Helen. We got this president who's been. And by the way, this all has to be expressed yeah, in you, her palm. In her palm, and that's yeah. fine. You do the little signing, signing or whatever. Palms, so yeah. here's the deal, Helen. Yeah. You know, we have this guy who was in the Senate for 45 years. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's for those. He who is are- now becoming president. Yep. Um, a bunch of pastors who are pro life who are pro life think that he's the guy to pick. Because of dumb things, things that 
he has now said, though, him and his his uh, whole party have a history of... His entire history has been pro-abortion. Pro-abortion. And she would go back, mm, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> and... I mean, she would palm it too, so it could be understood. Right, right. And right, there right, you right. go, and it would be done. And we'd be like, "Well, thank you, Helen. You know, you can good rest. job. You can go back. You to can sleep. go back to. You can rest in peace now again." And thank they you. would lay her back thank down you. and close the casket, and she would die again, and that would uh, be fine. It'd be funny because technically she's bone. <laughs> True, um, but no, I just. It, how do you not see this? I would like, and I, and I mean this is a genuine thing. I yeah. I, I I don't pay attention to. The, the most politicians, period, but especially on the left, because I know that 90% of them, 95% of them, 99%, 99.99% of them are liars. Uh-huh. Um, I would love to find, point out one Democrat, one person on the left who, honest to God, is pro-life and, and means it. Like, really is by action, by vote, by deed, every bit of it is actually pro-life. I don't believe there is one. Uh-huh. I mean, there might be, but again, I don't know. I don't, I don't pay attention to it because... They're all liars. All politicians are liars as far as I'm concerned. Right. All of them are shady. All of them are crooked. All of them are after to get something in the end. And it may not start out that way, but in the end, they are. are. That's right. And I don't believe that there's one truly on the left that is pro-life. I don't believe it. Mainly because of the fact that if even if they are, they're not going to admit it because that is not what the party is about. And they're all about party if nothing else see adam w johnson you got it over there mm-hmm. or excuse me a damn w. Johnson. <laughs> yeah we made him change his name for i guess yeah. it was us i don't know i, I guess it was us, yeah. um he says uh i've said this before but the solution is to have lindsey graham dress like Flo from progressive <laughs> and stand at the front chain link fence of an empty parking lot pretending to cry for all the ch- uh, for all the kids in cages <laughs> I like it. I do too. I like it a lot. The only problem is, is I have a bad feeling that he is would a, like it too much. He would be a no. I think he'd be an ugly crier. It's true. Like overly sniffles. It's because he's just kind of a, <laughs> like well, that. He's got like the kind of bulldog face anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think he's going to be all snotty and and like like the extra jowl. Yeah, he'll have the extra jowl shiver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really do it because I don't have jowls, but... I'm getting them. Are you? I can't do it because I don't have jowls. I don't like it, but I am. But he would do the sniffles and the whole deal. I just... It'd be bad. (sighs) Anyway. He'd ugly cry. He is very much an ugly cry. I believe it in my bones. If he were ever to be seen crying, it would be an ugly crier. Okay? I'm just saying. What? <laughs> B for the Neanderthal <laughs> from the SAV. Come on, guys. You exposed your lack of wokeness. According to uh, experts on TikTok, Helen Keller did not exist. She's made up. Fictitious. I saw that TikTok too. Did I, you? I did. Wait a minute. It's. Are you. Well, so this is really a thing? Yeah, there was this stupid teenager on TikTok who's convinced that, that Helen Keller wasn't real. She was screaming it at the top of her lungs. So what, what was the movie, The Miracle Worker? That. No, she was screaming at the top of her lungs that Helen Keller was not real. So again, so the movie, The, the Miracle yep, Worker, yep, was she just. She did not exist. Was fake? If completely, it was just, everything's it was, all fictitious? Yep, yep, completely fake. Even though there's pictures of Helen Keller and her cat fake. out there? Completely fake. All of it's you see, fake. You see what I said? Her cat? Yeah, her cat. Yeah. It was actually a dog, but... 
That was the joke that they say. They got yep. to convince that that's a cat. That's uh, a cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even know what a cat is. So how's she, how's she going to tell? I know, right? I, you could have told her it's a goose. You know, I, I, there's a part of me that is not shocked by this. Because some of the dumbest stuff, like people truly are coming out and saying, oh, yeah, no, there's this. There's, there was, what is the one I seen the other day? Mm-hmm. I saw I what just like that. There, there was this weird thing trying to, oh, and this has been, I, I did a little research on it. So it, apparently it's been going on forever, but apparently it's making a resurgence. The, um, the, the birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. Yeah. They're dinosaurs. You, no, 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 no. Have you not heard about this? No, no. What Apparently, it's making a resurgency. There's a there's a group out there. Birds are not real. They're not creatures. They are drones, and every single one of them, even the ones that are doing absolutely nothing in the woods that no one is around. Any, you know, there's yeah, no human beings there, around. Yeah, yeah. They're all drones being monitored by the government. What about the ones that poop? Well, that's that's to make it feel real. That's the the real feel. Yeah. So that way you go. Oh, look, see, it is a real bird. Look, it pooped in me. On my head. It pooped on my car. It pooped in it's, you. It's, no, that only if... Only you if said it. Only I'm if just reiterating. No, no, no. That's only if your name is Cindy Lopper. You okay? said it. Cindy Lopper did it. It pooped in her. You said it. She did it. You said it. You said it. We have a show to do. You want to keep har- no, harping no, on this? No, or? I'm harping on this. You went down the line of birds... So I can harp on this all I want. <laughs> we need to tweet about this. Speaking oh, of birds. I see what you did uh, there. You. Tweeting. Oh, oh. Oh. Wow. I wonder why we're not syndicated or anything yet. <laughs> You're my wife dying in the background. I know. <laughs> she can't breathe. Nope. Uh, it's funny how she can make so much noise while choking. Oh, you don't like that one? No, that, no you don't like that. That, was made, that made you feel. That made me a little. Did it you feel creepy? So, Tad. Well, that's your own fault. I felt my skin go. You shouldn't be listening like that. I uh, can't help it. It's what we do. <laughs> God. Uh, it, speaking it's of creep, no, no. Speaking it's of creepy, no slug oh, yeah, on we're going Twitter. There. Good job. Yeah. Your description of the ugly cry makes me think you guys have seen me weeping. No. No, no. I just know what I look like crying, and <laughs> we all ugly cry. Oh uh, yeah, everybody ugly cries. I've never seen. Look, any- a pretty cry Ooh. is only for screen. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. A pretty cry is only for screen. Yeah, there's and, and it's not really crying. True right. crying is ugly crying. Is ugly crying. That's ugly cry. That's pretty crying is like, and you get like the one tear. The one tear. Yeah. Yeah. There's never a repeated tear behind Even it. tears of joy are ugly cry. Yeah. You ugly cry tears of joy. All mm-hmm. right. That's how it goes, man. There's no such... Everything snot you see on TV... Yeah, you snot and everything. Everything on TV is fake. That's why, like... The, the love Technically, you could say that we are right I now. know. I was going to say, the love scenes in movies where they're being romantic and it's so sultry, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't happen. Stop it. It doesn't happen. Stop it. It's not. Stop it. What? On the Twitters. Stop it. No. Stop it. No. You, no. We're not even touching that one. No. Now that you, no. See, here's the deal. You've now said something about it. And that means one of two things. You either first have to look and find it. And if you don't find it, you now have to make it. 
And if you want to make that, that's all up to you. I'm not paying for your therapy. No, I know. Because that is something that afterwards you're going to be like, uh. You got to remember when you come up with, when you, when you bring up the rules in the internet, that one in particular has two clauses. Yeah. You find it or you, or make, you make it. it. You know, bring that demon up. That's right. We don't do that. Speaking of demons. Dare you. Once more into the breach, dear friends, President Joe Biden is set to sign two. Two? Two. Two? Two, as in the number of genders. More exclusive orders aimed at promoting gender equality, both in the United States and around the world on Monday. What is, hold on. In recognition of the International Women's Day. Hold on. That means today. So oh, today. my God. There's so much wrong with this. Okay. Hold on. First off. Mm-hmm. We're going to take literally the easiest thing for a second. Okay. Joe O'Biden is president of the United States, right? Yeah. Is he the president of the world? No. So why is he trying to worry about the world? Because we are the world. We are the children. <laughs> um, no, you can't, you can't, you can't do that. I'm sorry, but like, you can't do that. You can't sit there and try and go, well, we're going to take care of the world. How about worry about home first? If it's really this important, let's focus on home first. And then once right, you get that right, nailed down, yeah. go to the mm-hmm. rest of the world and be like, look guys, this is how we did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how you do anything. That's how you do everything. You fix your junk first. And then once that becomes successful or yeah, prosperous or, or whatever analogy you want to fill in there, whatever word you want to put there, whatever adjective you want to use, then you turn around and go, all right, now how do we share this to other people? Because they keep asking questions. You're going to love it though. I, I, no, I already these. do because no, no, you're gonna of love this these. part right, right there. Here. Let me start it again. Oh, yeah. President Joe Biden is set to sign two more executive orders aimed at promoting gender equality. And I bet you that has nothing to do with just men and women. <laughs> uh-huh. In recognition of International Women's Day. Yep. So on a, 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 a one of the sexes that they're denying is actually really a sex. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're saying it's there, but it's not important. It can't be that. Even though uh-huh. every single other one allegedly, allegedly is a derivative of yeah. one of the two. Right. Well, here's the thing. Okay. So here's the rub. Oh, God. <laughs> the forthcoming Gender Policy Council forthcoming well, there's been three more before this yeah the forthcoming gender policy council that, that's not that's actually was forthcoming as in like it's uh, getting yeah, ready no, to come no, and you no, didn't even, no, you left me hanging i'm gonna let you hang on that <sighs> that's not the proper thing to do when you talk about old biden and gender is leaving it and uh, forthcomings no nah, forthcomings yeah that's right Bless his heart. uh gender policy council will uh, be established okay with uh, within the executive office of the presidency Uh, According to the fact sheet published by the White House, it will work toward advancing, quote, gender equality and equal rights and opportunity for women and girls, both domestically and globally throughout governmental policy changes. So women and girls. Women and girls. So do they, uh, how long, who wants the over under on uh, how long it takes for all the other genders to lose their ever loving minds? You're going to love this though. Mm -hmm. The council will reportedly aim aim to combat systematic bias, bias and discrimination, including sexual harassment. I'm sorry, what? Structural barrier, uh, (laughs) structural uh, sexual harassment of women. Mm -hmm. Uh Address structural barriers to women participating in the labor labor force and decrease wages and wealth gaps. uh, 
how? Aside from literally taking control of everything, how do you plan on doing that exactly? And again, the, I'm loving this whole, it is only for women and girls. Mm. What about the other genders? No worries. The White House Gender Policy Council huh? will be an essential part of the Biden-Harris administration and their plan to ensure that we build a more equal and just society by aggressively protecting the rights and unique needs of those who experience multiple intersecting forms of discrimination, including the individuals who are black, Latina. Ooh, they used Latina. Yeah, they use Latina there. That's that's native, nice. Asian American, Pacific Islander, people with disabilities, and the quilt bags. How, but again, how do you how do you sit in one breath and say we're we're supporting women and girls, and then on the other hand go, but we're also covering it, the the quilts? Like, how does that work? Like, that doesn't. It doesn't work. Because when you protect a transgendered person, you're not protecting women. Yeah. And by default, you're kind of not protecting transgenders if you protect a woman. Because you're going to have to discriminate one against the other. Yeah. Either one, you can't have both of them as being real. Right. Either one's real. They're both, one's real or they're both fake. So which is it? Right. Either there is no such thing as sexuality, and it's all just a construct of our social configuration, or we have men and women, and we need to evaluate the differences. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-562-2407-800-562-2407-800-562-2407-That's 800-562-2407. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. In 1786, George Washington wrote a letter to Robert Morris, and here's an excerpt. I can only say that there is not a man living who wishes more sincerely than I do to see a plan adopted for the abolition of slavery. Battle for Freedom is about triggering change one heartbeat at a time to free well-meaning Americans. Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. on Mojo Fiber Radio. Battle for Freedom. American Pride Roasters, bringing peace and love to the world, one delicious cup of coffee at a time. Hey, it's Brad Staggs before his morning coffee. Oh, my. Coffee. And this is Brad Staggs after his morning coffee. 
AmericanPrideRoasters.com, historically great coffee. Defenders Live. That's funny. I love it. That's good. I like memes. That is good. Memes are great. They make me giggle. Uh Uh-huh. So we have an update. Hold on. Uh, just real fast. Okay, sure. That's a good one. I don't know why we didn't see this earlier. All right, yeah, yeah. Be the Neanderthal from the SAV. Mm. Can you really be considered president if you don't know your president? Well, I don't think he just, uh, he knows. He just can't remember. Isn't that, is that like, a, you know, if a tree falls in the woods and no one's there to hear it? Is that, is that that kind of thing? Yeah. Does it make a sound? Does it make a sound? Is that what that is? I think that's what it is. Sinos, <laughs> <laughs> look. Wait, are we still talking about ugly crying or Malort? Both. Tomato, tomato. That's, yeah. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Yep. So. Yeah, we have. uh, Back to New York. We're not going to leave this anywhere anytime soon. No, no, no. We're going to get rid of this real quick here. No, no. I'm saying this is going to be something that's going to surface like. Every day. For the next couple weeks, I think. Every day now. Yeah, because. uh, (sighs) New York's Senate Majority Leader. The state Senate Majority Leader. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Andrea Stewart Cousins. I know. Start. Start. Cousins. Is demanding. Demanding. That Lord Almighty, His Majesty Governor Andrew Cuomo <laughs> resign. Uh-huh. The call for Cuomo's resignation by the top Democrat in the New York State Senate arrives a day after two more women came forward with accusations of sexual harassment against the New York governor. Now, we we were, we were told last week, because mm-hmm. we always knew, like, three is the magic number, right? You know, yeah, you know, because it's how it goes. You know, three. one is the loneliest number that you could ever do. Two, Two could, could be, be as bad as, as one, one, but it's never as lonely as a lonely number, number one. one. But three is yeah. the magic number. Three is always the magic number. Right. Well, uh, we were told last week that it took four. That four is actually the, lo- the magic number, not right. three. Right, uh, but they, they skipped four. Oh, they did. Yeah, they they went straight to five. Okay. Why do I have a feeling there's going to be like, it's going to be eight. It's going to be 10. It's going to be 30. It's going to keep, the number is going to keep going up. That's going to be the best part about every last bit of this. It's just going to keep it's on growing. watching them constantly move that goalpost. And keep on making it higher and higher. Uh-huh. And nothing ever get done. Well, that's the thing. Like, okay, I get it. Okay. Well, now we we passed, we surpassed four. Yeah. All right, we're past four. We're in the week. We're after the weekend. Everything happened on the weekend. By the way, everything happens on the weekend. It always happens on the always weekend. Always Saturday, Sunday drop. All right, everything Saturday, Sunday drop. Boom happens on the weekend. This is what made this is what made doing our weekend show when we were live Amazing. so fantastic because we caught everything. Right when we did great. a weekend show, it was great. You know, we were in front of all of it. I. Mm, they're just going to keep moving this goalpost everywhere. It's just how it's going to go. They're not, there's not going to be a set number because they don't, they're not going to get rid of him Mm -hmm. and he's not going to leave. Stuart Cousins, the Democrat from Yonkers issued a statement on Sunday afternoon where she said Cuomo quote must resign end quote. Yeah. Well, uh, in response to all of this, Cuomo made remarks. He said he was going to do it. 
Yeah. He said, you know what? You're absolutely yeah. right. Well, Five he, people are coming through and saying something now. He had a press conference. He did. Yeah, he yeah. probably, he probably yeah. addressed this saying, you know what? Five people have come through and said that I've done this stuff yeah. and that they're not happy mm-hmm. with it. Um, it looks bad on me. It looks bad on my city. It looks bad on, on my party and my associates. I, I should, they would do the right thing, the noble thing, the honorable thing, mm. and I will step down um, and I will deal with these allegations on my own time. That's close. And, and outside of, of all the rest of it. And there's no reason to drag uh-huh. the, the, the people yep. and the, 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 the colleagues and everything mm-hmm. else through all of this muck and everything else. I will take it as, as I should. I will step down yeah. as I am to be someone above mm-hmm. board. Um, mm-hmm. Therefore, I do not want to taint the office and I will, I will step down. That's, is that pretty That's much sums really up close. what he said? Almost verbatim, Realist, right? Really close. Uh, uh, here, I'll give it to you right here. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, there are some legislators who suggest that I resign because of the accusations that are made against me. See, that's almost exactly yeah, how yeah. I started off too. I was elected by the people of the state and I wasn't elected by the politicians. I'm not going to resign because of allegations. I, the premise of resigning because of allegations is actually anti-democratic. You know, the system is based on due process and the credibility of the allegations. Anybody has the ability to make an, an, an allegation in democracy, and that's great. But it's then the credibility of the allegation. <laughs> so... You realize that he literally just destroyed the concept of of democracy. <laughs> Everybody sits there and goes, oh, no, America's a democracy. We're a democracy. We're all supposed to be able to vote together. Blah, blah, blah. He literally just told you that it doesn't effing matter. He then said, democracy so no, is no, nothing because no. it's not what everybody wants. It's the credibility of what everybody wants. And that credibility is based off the powers that be. And the powers that be are not you. So shut up. Because I'm not resigning. Oh, my God. And then everybody's still going to turn and go, no, America's a democracy. Shut up. Democracies don't work because, again, only power, only words and only voices that are heard are the ones that are in power. That's it. Those are the only ones that matters because they can then, as as we've already said with the, you know, number of, ac- the, uh, the number of accusers for this guy, they're going to keep moving that goalpost to fit whatever area that they want to fit and then once it's done nobody else has a say who cares he literally just said it's anti-democratic for me to step down okay well you've been accused not well maybe maybe not yeah i think so i don't know i i I don't know because a lot of like you can't even do the state of new york doesn't they can't even do an investigation on him unless he says yes we have to have an investigation on me which is why he's he's, gonna just get impeached (laughs) I don't, but it's not going to make a difference. Here's the deal. There's Here's no the, reason, right? There's why no reason. Why would you try to impeach a guy, okay, that is admitting that he's not going to step down? Mm-hmm. There's never been, probably with the exception of, of Nixon. Yeah. There has never been an impeachment that ended up with the, the, the politician resigning or being let, leaving the office. There was uh, this- Clinton. He didn't he leave. Res- he technically resigned. No, he didn't. He finished out his term. Yeah, but he resigned. No, Nixon resigned. He finished out his term, but he didn't do anything for that term. Doesn't matter. But uh, but he didn't leave. Yeah. That's my point. Nixon uh, at least left. That's true. You know Nixon, what I mean? I'm, that's what Nixon I'm talking about. Nixon did leave. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he at least left. Now, yeah. Clinton may have been a lame duck the entire time, but he still was there. Yeah. Like that the, to me He stayed is, the entire time. Yeah, yeah, that's a slap in the face of the whole thing. If, you, right. if you're not leaving, then what the hell was the point of the- of, There was no point. There wasn't. And that's how this is going to go. If he's not going to get out that way, if, if impeachment, 
isn't going to officially get him out of there, what is it going to do? It didn't work for Trump. The guy's never going to leave office. It, again, aside from Nixon, no one has left office. That's right. So why? Because. It's all on, honestly, it is all on the people of New York at this point. And guess what's probably going to happen? Nothing. 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 He's going to get reelected again next time. Whenever that is. I don't know if it's this and next election, is, election or if it's the one is, after. Yeah. Hey, it's he, he's not going anywhere until he's damn good and ready. Could say, well, we're going to hold a special election to see whether or not that yeah, still wouldn't fly because he would have to step down, right? And he's not going to step down. Yeah, I know because it's anti-democratic. Sure, again, again, and yes, it's anti-democratic. Yes, yes, Chris, we're not. Yes, again, it blows. He gets. He, I can see the. Th- vein throbbing on his forehead right now. I'm the same thing. <laughs> through the picture. Yes, through the picture. On Twitter, we're not a democracy. We're not. We never have been. But the fact that they all sit and tout it constantly, well, we're a democracy, we're a democracy, we're a democracy. And in that sentence, he completely mm-hmm. destroyed the actual relevancy of being, you know, democracy. Because everyone else has fed well, this thing of- You've heard the new thought process about I'm that, I'm afraid right? to hear it. You've heard the new thought process about of, this, right? We're no longer like a republic either. Well, they've never said that. They've always said that we're no, 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 a no. democracy. But we're no longer uh, that form of any form of government that has anything to say about that because we're now an oligarchy. Oh, I have heard that. You've I did. Heard I heard saw that. that. I saw, saw that. that. Yeah, that we're an oligarchy because uh, paying money is now a form of speech and you can't stop a free, you have full freedom of speech. So you can technically <sighs> buy out all, all elections. Uh, there's, there's a, a twinge of truth in that, but there is a twinge. But not. But there are. I limits. love the guy, the guy that I saw that presented that. Yeah. Also happened to be like a twenty-two year old, twenty-four year old, college educated millennial. Yeah. I'm like, you've been corrupted from the system through schooling your entire life, and now you think you figured this out. I'm sorry. The the only people, honest to God, that's why I love it, man. It's awesome. I, and, I, and it's. Just, I mean, there's twinges of truth in all of it. There's always twinges of truth, but that's that's all you need is a little bit of truth and a lie to to make it. To make it sell right. Yeah. To make it right. Uh, I hate to my, I'm getting convinced every day. The more stupid, crazy videos I see of these people talking this stuff is that the only people that are honestly going to be able to save or at least start the saving process of our country is kind of our generation. Us. No, 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 I I hate to say it like that. And you could call it the, 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 are you talking about which one, Gen X or millennial? Well, Gen X or the or, or the higher end older millennials. Oh, because it's uh, that weird. Yeah, because they, they kind of blend. Allegedly, allegedly, I'm a I'm a old millennial, and I'm like, there's no effing way. But yeah, whatever. But that's only because they keep on. Spreading. They keep changing it. That's yeah, my they point. Keep on changing the numbers. But whatever it is that 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 generation, those who were born in you know mid seventies, you know even up to you know from seventy to about mid nineties, mid early nineties. We'll say yeah. the beginning of nineties. Yeah, that we're the we're it. We're the generation that's going to be able to change that because we've seen everything. We've watched the change. We've seen it. And it's on us to pass it on to the generations after. This next generation is screwed. We have They're, to stop being like John, uh, John Mayer. Yes. And waiting on the world to change. Yeah. We have to, yeah. We, it's kind of on us. It's, it's, we're the ones that have to pass down the right things to our children and our children and, and hope to God that it sticks because if you leave it up to the state, you leave it up to the schools, they're going to be corrupted in their way. And again, you're going to have people like what we're talking about, where he's fairly Lord well-educated. Governor Cuomo. Yeah. Well, I was going to say about the video. Oh, like the kid. Yeah. The kid is fairly well-educated. He's got a, bit, a decent background from what I understand. Uh, only part of what he's talking about is any bit of truth. But as long as 
the state and the current, you know, ruling classes kind of have him believing that he's right. It makes no sense for him. It makes sense well, for him. It, it doesn't make any sense the for tension, him to fight. Yeah, it keeps the tension off of them. Yeah, it and doesn't make sense for him directed at all these it. other things. And they never go after the actual root of the problem. Right. And it's, I don't know. Yeah. I, no, oof. no, you're right there. So uh, Speaking of stupid. Here comes stupid. A lot of stupid right here. City by the bay. Mm-hmm. That would be San Francisco. Uh, has been dealing with serious homelessness for years. No. Tons, many years. No. Many, many years. Going no, way back on. to forever. No. Uh-huh. Yep. Jeez. And during the pandemic, things have gotten a lot worse. Extra bad. Like extra crazy, holy bad. Super bad. Yeah. Straight up super bad. Like little 17-year-old boy named Muhammad. White boy Muhammad bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Unlike McLovin bad. McLovin bad. That was it. I was looking for it. McLovin. <laughs> Muhammad McLovin bad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. San Francisco has gone beyond having its everyday poop in the streets problem and rampant drugs and alcohol abuse among its homeless population, which, by the way, <laughs> was enabled when the city's health department announced that it provided free drugs and alcohol to homeless people by uh, that were staying in city leased hotels in order to keep them from breaking pandemic quarantine requirements. You know, so that way, yeah, we got it. You're a severe drug addict, but we don't want you spreading COVID around. So we'd rather you OD in in these rooms. Just die. Can you imagine? Feel I feel bad for the people who are on the the cleaning crew for those rooms. No. Not the, doing it. The, the maids. Not doing it. No. no. You better be paying me more than that eighty grand of clean up poop on the streets. Yeah, but eighty grand there is like to clean up poop on the streets. Yeah, but I'm saying eighty grand in San Francisco is it's like nothing. It's, it's like, like ten dollars an hour. It's here. Like forty grand here. Yeah. Yeah. No, not doing it. If that, the villages are a network of tent encampments. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Now the city is realizing that the financial hit is taken uh, with a long-standing homeless camps. It's authorized back in May. With its sleep, uh, safe sleeping villages. Yep. As the city city shuttered in, uh, shuttered indoor homeless facilities. The village are a network of tent encampments spread across the city that are okayed at the same time that is being placed hundreds of homeless people in hotel rooms. It's and a RVs. Hooverville. Yeah. It's Hooverville. They created Hooverville. Yeah. Again. Again. Only this time it's not by you know, control random, random stupidness. Homeless folks. Yeah. It's, it's actually by the state. Yeah. The state, the state made, made it because it worked out so, so well. Oh, that's awesome. Cause nobody learned their lesson from Hooverville last time. No, obviously not. Obviously not. Shanty houses in the middle of DC are in, you know, uh, 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 central park and central park. Yeah. No, 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 that didn't. No, that's not a big deal. No, 262 tents housing about 300 people. In these six tent villages. <clears throat> yeah. Set up around the city to shelter people during the pandemic who might otherwise sleep on the streets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, in a tent is a lot. I mean, it is. It is better, yeah. Not a lot. But it is. At least keeps you dry to a point. Ish. Yeah. San Francisco, uh, they're spending money on this. No. no yeah, well, they're why? paying for it. They're paying for it. I well, mean, a one-time thing, maybe. It's, it's a handout thing. It's a it's a social. But you buy the tents. That's all you got to do, right? Well, but you're also supplying drugs and alcohol. Oh. So that costs money, too. Well, here's the deal. They're spending approximately $16.1 uh, million annually for these tents. That's a lot of drugs and alcohol. Uh-huh, which breaks down to $61,450 per tent. 
these people haven't seen sixty one thousand dollars. Well, they have. They just, well, they have. They just don't know it because they're they just putting it in their veins, stoned out. Yeah, uh, or approximately five thousand one hundred and twenty dollars a month for each tent. That's a high rent tent. That is a very high rent tent. That's a high rent tent. Bud. According to San Francisco Chronicle, KTLA said the average cost per night is less than what the city has been paying to put the homeless people up in hotels. Then just put them up in hotels. However, the hotel program is eligible for federal reimbursement while the tent villages are not. Which means the people of San Francisco and their fellow Californians are on the hook for the entire expensive camping program that their city fathers came up with. That sounds amazing. Yeah, from KTLA. Quote, but the tent program isn't eligible for federal federal reimbursement. Some lawmakers say that the program is too expensive, especially when the city is facing a projected $650 million budget deficit over the next two years. Oh, wow. $650 million deficit. Holy cow. Like, don't you think at some point you kind of go, oh, God, we need to stop spending money. This isn't even for the state. This is for the city. This is the city. Yes. The city. Yes. Yes. The city. Yes. Of San Fran. San Francisco. (laughs) Quote, it's eye-popping. Well, (laughs) that's to say the least. That's apropos. All right. And we need to understand why that is. We need to understand why it's eye-popping. That was Supervisor Raphael Mendelman. Quote, we have to find a way to have exits from the streets, but we need them to be more cost-effective. You, you know, Okay, I, there's, there's some good exits from the streets. I have a lot of good ideas. Well, well do you have one? I do. You have one. I do. What's one? It's called um, tear down the tents. Why would that, why, that, would, that would put them back on the streets, though? Yeah, yeah well, it would. But see, if you take away the handout, then eventually you're going to have to start doing for yourself. Oh, I would also put in um, enforcement of areas. That's another one. Well, you have to tear down before you can enforce. Right, right, right. But yeah. once you tear down, there would be enforcement of areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, you know, saying, look, yeah. uh, you, can't go people, you can't just be here. You can't go here no more. You can't, you can't no, be sleeping no on, you can't benches. Sleep on benches here. I mean, yeah, it's sad, and I'm sorry. You want to have if you'd like to go sleep on sleep outside, then there are parks. Well, no, there's like, actual, and by parks I mean outside of the city. actual RV camping parks. Yeah, there's camping areas, there's woods, there's places like that. If you want to camp, if you want to be outside, if you want to live in the in the outdoors, go to the actual outdoors. Don't do it inside of cities where you're literally just collecting feces and crap all over the place. You're only doing that because it's easier for you to sit there get high, and then wake up after you crap all over your pants, go down the street, give some guy, <laughs> get an extra 20 bucks, and then get your get your fix again. Yeah, that's that's the thing. You, you want to better somebody? If you want to spend $650 million in a, in a deficit to help people, have you bothered to find out why these people are homeless in the first place? Nope. Is are, are there, is it because that is it because of the drugs? Is it because of the drugs? Is it because is of, it because your the, the the land around you is too expensive? Is it because of all government it, intervention? Is it, it because why? Of, yeah, why is the true reason that these people are that way? And then how about go maybe about, taxes were the reason? It could be well, but how about going around trying to fix that? 
instead of just band-aiding it and putting them in tents or something or giving them drugs or putting them in hotels? How about actually finding out what the problem is and saying, sir, ma'am, you're stuck here on the side of the street. You might not even take responsibility for it. I don't care. But say, hey, we see this. You say this is the problem. Let's see about getting it. What if we got you a job? What if we were able to help you find a job? What if we were able to help you get cleaned up? What if we were able to help you get an education? What if we were able to help do all this? If you're going to spend the money, by God, do it into something that's actually tangible that you can see results from. Productive. Yes. You're not going to get, not every one of them is going to be a winner. Not every single person is going to go through that little thing is going to come out on the other side a winner. But, but absolutely nobody is a winner when you spend $650 million on a budget deficit and 16 million of that uh, is going straight to the trash. Literally. Nobody wins out of that. No one. I, if you're going to spend $16.1 million mm-hmm. on the homeless, you might as well, one, open, let the shelters open back up. Two, make sure that it's not a safe place to get high, but instead make sure that there's a safe place for them to go and rehab. Yeah. Why are they getting high? Is it because it's just a drug addiction and you've enabled them to continue doing this? Or is it because the mental issues? Is it, you know, whatever, Get therapy, get training, get stuff. Do they just fall on hard times? Yes. All this weird, there's a Figure lot of things that, that can happen. That's the problem, honestly, when it comes to the, the whole social or you know program thing. It's too difficult for people to actually take the time and the effort to figure out mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. Because well, it's an, it's, and it's also it's used almost, as a weapon. Right, but it's, it's also used as a weapon. individual basis, though. It is, and that's hard. That's difficult to do. Do you have to take each person mm-hmm. one at a time? And they might be lying to you half the time. So it's, you know it's very meticulous. But you know what? Stop right there. You know what it takes? Effort? No. <laughs> that does, and no one wants no, to no, put no. into it. It takes somebody volunteering. Yeah. It takes an organization Saying, That's nonprofit. It takes mm-hmm. somebody out there that isn't a government regulated agency saying, I have money to spend or I have the ability to gather money to no. take care of this. I want I to help. I see a problem. I want to help. help. That's what it takes. Yep. And what's happened in San Francisco is the fact that they've decided to shut down everybody that isn't the federal or that isn't the state run government or the city run government or anything like that. You've destroyed all of that help. You've destroyed all of those bases. And now you're saying, well, we're just going to help you all by spending. Well, you don't have to spend that money as a government. They want to though, but you can allow you can stop spending as a government, and instead of spending as a government, you can just say, hey, all of you people that want to help the homeless, come uh-huh. and help the homeless. We're going to make it easier for you. You're all going to, anybody that's helping the homeless, we're going to give a tax break to. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Yeah. You know, we'll help you find a place that you can actually house these people, but whatever it is. You know the reason why this is all being brought up? It's because of the little part right here. This is why they won't actually fix it because of this little phrasey work. It's federal reimbursement. Okay. That was with the hotel program. That's one of the reasons why this whole article and this whole thing has become news in the first place is because the city is trying to turn around and get their junk together so they can get rid of these tents and put them back in these hotels and do the hotel program because then they can get to pocket. That's why they won't fix the problem. If they get rid of the homeless people, then they don't get the reimbursement. Right. If they don't, yeah, if, if they can't fix it, they don't get the money. They don't, they want. If they can't even show that they're working on it, they can't get the money. Yeah, I, I just, I'm, 
it irritates me to no end that they're going to continue to allow this stuff to happen. And then, and complain like, Oh, well, no, we have this problem. No, mm. you made the problem. What I was going to say earlier, this is, this is the problem with social programs. When you start bringing the politics side of it is, is because the people on the left are like, you don't care about the homeless people. They're sleeping on the streets and blah, 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 blah. And then the right's like, no, stop spending the money. You don't need to be there. And then they're only looking at that particular situation. Right. If, if you had, if you were one of those people, you know, which would you rather be? Would you rather be, well, move me into a hotel or bounce me from a hotel to a tent? Or would you like to, I don't know, maybe have a, a home. Yeah, be like all the other people that you see around you. Would you like to be self-sufficient? Would you like to be able to have a job and provide, you know, food and stuff? Even have a bathroom, take a something. shower. Have you know a what I mean? bed. And that, that difference is where the politics come in. That's where the politicians start driving that wedge going, oh, well, you know, they don't want to have, they don't want to take care of the homeless people. They just want to be rich in their homes and blah, 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 Stop blah, it. blah. Stop it. I would rather, I would rather turn to a church. I know, but do you That's get what it. I'm saying? That's where all this stems. And then all we're doing then at that point is fighting. And it's about, oh, well, you don't care about the people. Oh, you spend too much money. And we're, again, we're not even arguing and focusing on the right thing. Right. It's not even, a, it, the same argument isn't no. coming across. No. No, and all the whole the whole time the homeless people, the drug addicts, are the alcoholics dying. are literally left in limbo, suffering. They're dying, and why? So you can have a pissing contest with somebody on the other side of a computer screen that you don't even know will never probably ever see. Guess what? These guys are literally pissing on themselves, so they already won. Congratulations, job well done. They won and lost at the same time. <sighs> Just it irritates because me because we're all arguing about. Again, the well, it is. I'm a nobody homeschooler kid, you know, I mean, kid, like a middle-aged man. And you're going to tell me, I can figure this out. It's not hard. But yet, apparently, it is. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I'm, I'm getting ready to get ill, and we ain't got but like a minute and a half. I can't get ill now. Cause. That's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going to tell you something that's going to make you happy. Because everything is the sun. No, 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 no. So, everything you know that guy from Texas, Chip Roy? <laughs> Chips Ahoy Roy? Yeah. I like that. Yep. Chip Roy. I want Chips Ahoy now. Babe, can we stop at the store on the way home? <laughs> I really want now some Now he wants some cookies. I really want some Chips Ahoy now. Is it too late to go? It might be <laughs> no, too late. It might be too late. Oh, yes, she's ma'am. got cookies for you. Yes, ma'am. All right. So anyway, Representative Chip Roy. Nah, from- Chip from Texas, decided to introduce a resolution on Monday in the U.S. House of Representatives that keep lawmakers mindful of the rapidly ballooning federal debt. Uh-huh. Roy's, really? quote, known de- uh, no debt resolution, as in K-N-O-W. Ooh, like to know something, not... Yeah, to know your debt. To understand, not to disregard. That's correct. Okay. Resolution would put debt clocks in the main hearing rooms <laughs> in every uh, House Committee of Appropriations and the Committee of Budgets in uh, in a clear view of all members. That would be fantastic. Uh, the resolution states, members of Congress should keep the gross national debt in mind when debating legislation that would affect the national fiscal situation. It calls the national debt the great threat to the na- national security of the United States and notes that federal spending causes the, nas- uh, the nation to accrue at least $100 million in debt every hour. That's incredible. Our republic. Thank you has been racing toward the fiscal self-destruction for decades now, and it's time for Congress to confront its ruinous behaviors. Last week, 
We crossed the threshold of $28 billion in total debt and are currently on track to spend another $6 trillion in a pandemic relief in less than a year. Wow. He just wants everybody to remember. That's fantastic. The debt is there. And everything it's that you not going to do anything, but I love the uh, idea. It's, it's a good idea. Still, I love you the should idea. know what you're what you're voting on. You should know how much money you're spending. If you're going to spend it, you should know. You should see it. And it there should, should hurt you. If you're going to do the clock thing, though, then every time they p- they pitch something, you should you need, should shoot. I was going to say it needs to be entered in to watch. Does it speed up adding faster? Right. That'd be fantastic. See how fast it actually changes. Yeah. Guys, that's it. AmericanPrideRoasters.com is the sponsor of this show and all of Mojo 5 Go to Mojo5o.com. Check out all the awesome hosts over there. American Pride Roasters Coffee. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's a, yeah. Historically great coffee. Make <laughs> sure you, you get some of that because you will be guaranteed to swallow every time you put it in your mouth. That's right. Don't forget to go to our website. DOAEshow.com. Follow us on all the social medias at DOAEshow. Oh, thanks to Pastor Spike for being on with us. Guys, we'll see you all tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5